Revolutionary Talk for Revolutionary Times. Liberty Talk FM. It's a marvelous night for a moon dance With the stars above in your eyes A fantabulous night to make romance Neat the cover of October skies And all the leaves on the trees are falling To the sound of the breezes that blow And I'm trying to please to the calling Of your heart strength that plays soft and low Get all the night What's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome aboard to the Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horowitz with you. And what's going on, everybody? Well, yesterday, as we talked about yesterday morning, the the, the uh, markets were down, and uh, today they're up. And you know, this just shows you how painful this consolidation range is. It is. Uh, again, it still looks like they're going to try to take out the highs. I think the key from yesterday. And the key for every day for right now is to watch the VIX, follow the VIX, because yesterday could have been a debacle. Yesterday could have been a beatdown, okay? But it wasn't. And why wasn't it? Well, I mean, there wasn't enough fear in the market. You know, there's still way too much complacency. So when you see and you look at that, you have to decide... Uh, how you're going to to attack it. And and certainly, as I said on the updates, where I said everywhere, is this is no time to be that aggressive. There's no real reason for major aggression here because at the end of the day, the markets are just kind of churning. There is a lack of volatility. Complacency is very high. But I do think that, obviously, as we've been saying, for the, since, we got, since we got forced out and puked out of oil, and then had to reshort a much smaller position. Uh, oil got clobbered yesterday. Now I think this is again. This is this goes to what we talk about on a regular basis. The news means diddly. That's not Bo Diddly, okay? Because here's exactly what happened. Oil was flying along, you know, last few weeks, and then it was selling off a little bit. And, and yesterday morning at 10.30 Eastern, the EIA report comes out, and they're expecting a 3 million barrel drawdown, okay? So then the oil was a little bit lower at the time, maybe down 60, 80 cents, something like that. This All of a sudden, the numbers come out, and there's a 12 million barrel drawdown, which you would one would think would be unbelievably bullish, Okay. Oil immediately popped a little bit and got almost back to unchanged before going down four bucks on the day. So there's your news. You had the most bullish news you could possibly ask for. And what did the market do? It went down. And I think it's going a lot lower. But again, this is why the news is already priced into the markets. In fact, it was overpriced into the markets. You look at everything, you, you, you know, I wrote for Kitco today, gold is at the moment of truth. I mean, here it is down in the 1240s, again, trying to test that low. You know, we, we since it peaked on April 11th, gold has been churning its way down, making new lows. And again, if it breaks through 1240, <coughs> excuse me, 
if it breaks through 1240, don't be surprised if it goes to 1200. Okay, this is something that is, again, it is a concern. It just doesn't look very good. It doesn't look very healthy. And you would, one would think that gold would be acting a little better based on some of the stuff going on the market. But it's not. So that just tells us that there's something underlying the problem here and something that is making it much worse. Now, we're bullish as long as it stays above 1240, but uh, below 1235 or so, we're out. And I think you're going to see if, if it does go down again. I'm not saying I don't know. I, I don't. I don't really have a great feel for it. I just I had the level. We got to bounce the first time off the level, and I think it was okay. And we'll see if it can continue. But at the end of the day, here we are. It just doesn't look very good. Okay, the bonds had uh, you know are trying to push higher, but they've come down the last couple of days. Uh, I think you look for a spot to sell bonds. I mean, that is directly the correlation to interest rates. Um, you know, again, when we look at it, um, things don't look great. And of course, there's so much talk about the trade wars and the tariffs. And, and you know, it's it's amazing. Every time I go on air somewhere, I got to defend my position. I was on Fox yesterday afternoon. Now, tariffs are not a tax against the citizens, which is everybody wants you to believe. Yes, our goods and services could go higher, but that also means we're going to be selling for, for higher if we if we go through this whole exercise, which I don't think we're going to go through. I think it's going to solve itself. Now, I'd ask somebody what their thought, what would they do in place, or quote, in place of tariffs, and they said, well, put on quotas. Well, that's one of the problems we have now. There are quotas, Okay, my whole argument is very simple. My argument is I want free markets, true and free markets, no quotas, no government assistance, no no price fixing. I got this. For, I got X for sale. You want to buy X? Okay, good. What you, what do you want to pay? Here's what I want to sell for. You have price discovery. The exchange of wealth takes place, and you move on. Now, nobody wants that. Why? Well, because, again, there's there's things going on. But I don't think quotas work. The only thing that works is money. I mean, money is what life is about anyways. As we say all the time, life comes down to two things. One of them happens to be money. Okay? So, if we're going to... if I think President Trump said it's time to crap or get off the pot. Okay, here we are. We're putting $200 billion in, on, on tariffs, but they don't go into effect for another six or eight weeks. If you want to play, then here's what we're going to do. If you don't want to play, then okay, then you don't have to play. But this is, this is, I think, again, I think China is kind of dissing Trump at the moment. I think Trump's getting irritated, which is why he went from 35 to, to, or 50 to 200. And I think that it will, again, I'm a believer that this will all resolve out and we will end up with free markets. And if we can get free markets, that's better for everybody. You know, because there is no quotas of how much you can sell. And again, if you've never sold goods out of this country or imported goods into this country, you know, there are so many duties and tariffs coming in now. It's almost impossible. And and, and, it, and the, the laws and the rules are so ridiculous of importing and exporting. And, and I think that if you just eliminate all that and say, OK, the free market is going to trade. I think everybody 
would be in better shape. I think that is what President Trump has in mind, is to clean it all up. And I think that's where we're headed. Now, again, it might be a little bit of painful here, but again, everybody continues to say, well, look at the agriculture. Well, we were coming down before this whole thing started. Right now, look, maybe it looks like production is going to be much bigger. So, again, it still comes down to a supply-demand issue. And the key is the free markets. But the farmers have been screwed for, I don't know, as long as I can remember, on, on the, the way that we have to price things. So, I, I think, again, I'm a believer that it resolves out. I'm a believer that we end up getting free markets out of it. And I'm probably a little bit too much of a believer. But I'm, I'm banking on uh, President Trump getting his agenda through and bringing back to the world free markets. In the meantime, this is The Bubba Show, and I am Todd Bubba Horowitz, and I want to remind you to download the show each and every day at libertytalk.fm. And don't forget to get Bubba's daily update. I do an update every day after the close, okay? And you usually get in your inbox by, let's say, 5 o'clock. It's closed somewhere around there by the time I process it. But I but give you a thought of what I saw today, and then I'll tell you what I think is going to happen tomorrow. So you're kind of getting tomorrow's newspaper today. In the meantime, check it out at BubbaTrading.com. This is The Bubba Show, and I am Todd Bubba Horowitz. We'll see you back here right after the break with more. The Bubba Show, Todd Bubba Horowitz. Welcome back to The Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horowitz with you. Praise is becoming strategic. Of course, NATO. Um, I, I'm just curious. What does anybody does anybody have a, an opinion on NATO? What's going on with this whole thing, and, and what what President Trump's view is on having everybody pay their fair share? Does anybody have a problem with that? Just out of curiosity. Okay. I mean, I don't have a problem with anybody paying their fair share. I'm, quite personally, I'm sick and tired of of paying for everybody. Okay. Um, you know, I don't know. How about the state of New Jersey? Another t- more taxes. I, I don't understand. These states don't, including Illinois, which is the biggest garbage in the world. But uh, these guys don't seem to understand that everybody's going to leave. Look, at, I'm only here because of my mom. If, if my mom wasn't here, I'd be gone in five minutes. I told you, I got the for sale sign in the garage waiting. Okay. So are we really going to continue to try to tax? And why is it? States like New Jersey, Illinois, California, New York have so much trouble when states like Texas and the others make a fortune. I don't understand. Somebody's got to explain this this model to me. Okay. Chicago Eagles next Detroit. Well, I don't know if it'll be the next Detroit, but it'll be ugly. Okay. Causes of other countries diverting their money from social bargaining. Yeah. <laughs> I can't say that. That's that doesn't go on my G-rated show, show Peter. <laughs> I defend too many, <laughs> but I give you a chuckle myself. <laughs> Let's go to Puerto Rico. No pet tag. I was in Puerto Rico. I never want to go back. <laughs> Record number of eighty-five-year-old Americans still working. Now, some people want to work, but don't we see that as a potential problem? As I said, the jobs, the wage—we're not getting any wage growth. So, you know, they, they, they call this the Goldilocks economy. Does everybody know what the Goldilocks economy is? Okay. It's that the, the companies, the big companies get to make all the money, and the poor schmucks in the street, like us, get none of it. Because 
they don't have to pay enough wages, so their bottom line gets bigger and business is good. So you have to ride the drive the free. Do you have to drive on the freeway? The protester shut down. Which freeway was that? Oh, I I didn't I don't drive anymore. <laughs> I, I drive to my office five minutes. Okay, I don't go downtown anymore. But I I have been caught with the protesters before. That's not fun either. Wage growth anemic again, which is what we said. Again, I'm very fortunate though. Both of my kids got a job. My jet my daughter got five job offers from anywhere from forty two thousand to fifty thousand. So God bless America. They both got jobs. They're off the company payroll. I'm happy. I don't have a private jet. That is the one thing I don't have that I'd like to get. But I can't justify the $250,000 a year to, to maintain it without going anywhere. But I'd like to have one. U.S. says more ammo and trade wars. Now, this Harley Davidson thing, you know, that was a bunch of BS that we're moving because of the trade wars. This was already planned that they were moving long, long ago. And we, we do control the, the trade. Because we're the biggest buyer ever from everybody. So, I mean, again, I'm a big fan of what's going on here. If you've ever seen, if you've seen me on Fox or whatever, I'm a big fan of the trade war because, I, again, I don't want extra. I just want fair and free markets. You know how, how sad I am that I want just free markets. I don't want anything else. I want free markets to trade. I want real, true price discovery, just like the cryptocurrencies are right now. Okay. Right, hog was two years ago, and, and get that jet card. Yeah, I could do that. Okay, I just want the markets to be free. I want, I want the Bitcoin model. Okay, the the, the cryptocurrencies where I can log in right now, or I can wake up at two in the morning anytime I want. I can go there and trade cryptocurrency or buy them. Okay, and I'm not buying them from the government. I'm not buying them from the Fed. There's nobody controlling the price other than the buyers and sellers. That's all I want. So why should our farmers have quotas? What they can ship where? Let the free market decide. Let the customer decide who they want to buy from and what they want to pay. That's, I mean, it's like going to a real flea market. Let's just let the, the buyers and sellers meet and make the difference. So this trade war, again, I'm a big fan of it because I'm tired of all the crap. That's just me. Okay? And you can say I'm full of crap, but that's, that's true, too. Volatility is on the way back. Well, I don't know where it is, but it, it will be back again. We're getting so complacent in this market. Okay? We're getting so lack of, of any worry once again. Okay, now obviously we saw the the, the bell struck midnight or, or, or at, on Thursday night, which Friday morning, and the markets went straight up. Yes, the job number was good, but in the meantime, markets went straight up because again, nobody cares. We care about nothing right now. Okay, why? Because it's the goal of the economy. Because you just keep you just keep buying. You never have any fear. You have nothing to worry about. But the bond market does disagree with the Fed on its economic assessment. And gee, what a shock. Okay. The Fed, the clueless from the Fed, the three stooges that were on the front page, which is what the Federal Reserve is like. Okay. I mean, the, the guy we have in now, I will give him credit. He is the best because he's not a true Fed guy. Okay. But still, it's, it's not a good situation. They're not doing the good things with we need to be done for the average guy. Fed minutes concerned about possible adverse effects of tariffs. Wouldn't we want to wait until we saw what 
might what might happen before we would alarm, try to alarm the street of possible. Now again, this is my opinion. You can take it for what it's worth. Okay, my opinion is the Fed is afraid to raise rates faster, although they should. Look, they're going to get trapped as they have every single time since 1913. They have screwed it up every single time. This time will not be different, but they should have been raising all along because at the end of the day, they're going to be forced to raise faster than they want, and that will create the meltdown, which is, again, my theory that 10 years will get up to 3.5% and the dollar will get the par and, and, and all hell will break loose. But we'll see. Japan sheds treasuries for U.S. equities. Gee, you know why they're buying U.S. equities now? Because they, they own 65% of the Japanese market. <laughs> Isn't it amazing what the fiat currency can do? You can just continue to print money, so you just buy whatever you need. Again, this is this is just another warning sign. It's another warning shot, but again, that doesn't mean the market's going down tomorrow. It doesn't mean anything, and, and I still believe, as hard as it is for me to do so, I still believe, that the markets will go up 8% year over year, just not every year. So, again, this is the way it goes, but this is what we got right now. We got a whole bunch of mess going on. The dollar is a source, is a source of global instability. It will be, okay, because of the escalating trade wars. This is what this is what's going on here. This is These are the issues that we're seeing, okay? Who has Fed chair policy here? This, this pisses me off. This does not make me a happy guy. Lawmakers and bankers. Okay. Now, the Federal Reserve is supposed to be a private corporation. Okay. Does anybody here believe that it's truly a private corporation as, as it was as the bill of goods was sold to those who voted for this thing back in 1913? Does anybody really believe that that they're totally a private organization? With housing prices up, if interest rates go up, nobody will be able to afford it. Well, the housing prices will come down. Okay, look, that's there. There's your perfect example of not having free markets. My house isn't worth. Let's say my house is worth five hundred thousand dollars. It's not worth five hundred thousand dollars. It's worth how much can I get it by the month for? So if interest rates go up, so my house is now worth four hundred thousand because the other person can only afford X amount of dollars a month. That's the problem. We don't have free markets because it's always about the money. Okay, it's about the interest rate, which again that should always take part of it. But that's what we're playing right now. Everything is how the Fed manipulates the interest rate market. And, of course, that's really, I think, the case is, obviously, when you don't really let the true markets, the true free markets trade, you get these little quirks, and uh, you know, which is why we continue to see the markets go higher, because there is no yield, because the interest rates are so low. And, of course, that's the way, and is that's the way the cookie crumbles? This is the Bubba Show, Todd Bubba Horowitz. And, of course, don't forget to download the show each and every day at libertytalk.fm. And don't forget to get Bubba's daily update. It's available to you for free. All I have to do is go to bubbatrading.com. And uh, there's a little box that will pop out. And if you fill it out, I will send it to you free. There is no credit card required. There is no charge. Uh, just a way for you to get tomorrow's newspaper today. And it's uh, always good stuff, good entertainment. This is the Bubba Show, Todd Bubba Horowitz. We're going to step out here for a break, and we shall return with more of The Bubba Show at the break. Todd Bubba Horowitz, The Bubba Show. We're coming right back to you. What's up, everybody? Bubba here. It's finally here. The long-awaited Bubba Report. 
bringing you news from all the trading floors across the globe. We've got Scott Chalady, the cow guy, is seen on CNBC, Fox, and Bloomberg. We've got Keith Bliss, CNBC, Fox, and a floor trader at the New York Stock Exchange. We've got the Badger, who writes the hot topics in the political news. We've got myself putting together my own unique indexes that will help you give you a better idea of what's going on in the market. All you need to do to get a hold of the Bubba Report is go to the Bubbashow.org and sign up for the newsletter, or you can email me direct at Bubba at the Bubbashow.org. We want you to have this report because we've got over 150 years of experience talking about markets, getting ready for the trading, and puts you in the best position to have successful. So email me at Bubba at the Bubbashow.org to get a copy of your report or go right to the website, the Bubbashow.org. Make sure you get it. It's a must-have for every investor and trader. The Bubba Report. Welcome back to the Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horowitz with you. Housing bubble and everything in bubble in one simple picture. I mean, again, we know that markets go up on average, and there's no belief that it's not going up. But do you think that it's maybe going up a little bit too steep right now? Again, I'm not telling you to sell. In fact, we said don't sell. But because really, I don't want to sell now. I don't want to try to sell on the way up. What I want to do is I want to wait for the first big breakdown and sell the subsequent rally. That's what I'm looking for. But again, we just everything just inflates, inflates, inflates because that's what you have the Fed. The uncivil civil war, economic and market implications. You know, again, we've got so many things going on. I had a, I had a Three Stooges moment this week today. Used to be one of my favorites. Adult sippy cups at Starbucks. Now, I have a question. Now, I'm not a very smart guy, but I have a question, okay? They're getting rid of plastic straws, so you, know, you now have a plastic cover, a plastic sippy cup. Does that not have the same problem in the landfill or the waste that the plastic straw has? Okay? I just, I'm just curious. I mean, did this solve the problem because they made it a sippy cup instead? I mean, why do they put paper lids on it if they're so concerned? I, I don't understand. Okay. Fred, private or not, still wish my great uncle, grandfather, or anyone I was related to was on Jekyll Island. Yeah, yes, you would. You'd be collecting a lot of money. Okay. That's right. Now, read the, if you ever read, read, read The Creature from Jekyll Island, if you haven't, read it. It's a, good, it's a good read. Okay. It does have all this conspiracy theory stuff in it, but I'm, I'm sure some of it's pretty true as well. Okay, so again, Starbucks, another, but they keep making money. So who can I who can I argue with? More, give everybody free money, idiocy. I mean, can you imagine? Everybody wants to get. What happened to people that want to work for a little? Consumer credit explodes highest higher as credit card debt hits all time new high. Now you know between credit card debt, auto loan debt, and credit card debt, I guess everybody thinks that at some at some point we're going to relieve. Or forgive this debt. Nobody cares. Okay? Nobody cares that we're what what's the national debt now? Twenty one trillion or something like that? Okay. Long Starbucks trust. <laughs> uh, I gotta love it. Does anybody believe that I mean uh, they can only be imagining that they're gonna forgive this debt. Okay, of course I, I see uh, <laughs> I, I see uh, the commercials, right? You can charge away because we can help you beat that credit card payment. Okay, uh, you gotta you gotta love the commercials that are on between the lawyers and beating the credit card companies. I mean, I got so many illnesses. I got about 97 uh, class action lawsuits because I keep calling all these numbers. I got you know, 
the hernia bag, the mesh bag, all the other stuff. You know, what, are they nuts? <laughs> all right, let's look at some stocks. I, I had I had my bitching. I got my got my whole session in. Forgiving that it could be it could be a platform. You know, that's that is true. Apple, Alpha, Alpha, Papa, Lima. Okay, so we last week we said sell it at one ninety. Well, here we are. So now, if you remember the lessons that we teach, okay. So what I would do now, if you're interested in selling it, is it hit one ninety one, okay, and now it is starting to go lower. So if it goes stays on this trajectory right now, and goes below one ninety, and a little bit of a pop, as long as it doesn't turn the trend, the trend on the short term is a little bit lower right now. It would be a potential sale. Okay, again, I'm not advocating that this is a great trade right now, but again, this would be our area if you want to take advantage of it. This would take a little bit more work, so I'm going to go ahead and call this neutral because it does take work. If you understand it, you'll know what to do, but if not, it's easier just to call it neutral. ABBV, Alpha, Bravo, Bravo, Victor. Okay. So we said buy it, 92, 93. Okay, and it's a pretty good buy, right? Right up to resistance. So now we said that we'd like to sell it at 100. Okay, what was the high today? 98. I would be looking, if I bought it, I'd certainly be looking to sell it at 100. Well, actually, I would roll the option. But uh, if you're not in, I would look to short this as 100. I think that's probably a pretty reasonable play. Okay, it did exactly what we thought. We had a nice rounding bottom off the bottom. Okay, we said buy it at 92 or 93. And bang, there it is. Okay. I think it's I still I think it's 92 to 200. I traded your side for you. Amba, Alpha, Michael, Bravo, Alpha. Can buy for a trade, no sale. Eh, not bad. Okay, again, we thought that it was a little bit overdone to the downside, and we got a little bit of a rail. Okay, I think this is you know 45, probably 37 to 45. I'd be careful now. On the 37, okay. Yeah, and I don't know why. Be careful now on the 37. What do you say, Doc? Maybe know why. Be a little bit careful down there. Okay. Well, I'd be careful because if this fails, it could easily take out the low. Okay. So again. It held, it held the way it should have, but now will it hold again? And there's a lot of factors depending. Okay. Break it could be just a breakout and drop. Correct. Amazon, Alpha Michael Zulu November. Okay. So we said specifically you could sell put spreads down here, and then sell call spreads up towards the top. It would have worked. Again, I'm not advocating that you do that. I think it's a tougher trade. And again. This is another problem when you have a lack of volatility, you don't get enough juice. So is it really worth your effort to do that? And that would be, you know, my thought. Do I really want to get, you know, overly involved here? And again, here I'd be looking to potentially sell call spreads with the thought that if it does break down, I would be willing to sell some put spreads and turn it into an iron condor, but a much bigger iron condor than most of you have ever gotten. Looks like it's uh, 17. Actually, it looks like 1660 to 1760 would be the, the range here. And I'm sure, you know, it's got it's still a $30 move for this week. So, yeah, I think that works out. 
Apache. Alpha Papa Alpha. Okay. Well, this is we're dead wrong on. I mean, you know, again, looked like it would be okay, but it just continues to, to fire at oil. It very overbought. Okay. But again, it can stay overbought for for a lot longer. So I'm going to call this neutral as, as much as I hate it and would like to sell it. I can't sell it. There's no there, there's no edge here. There's no point for me to want to be a seller here. It, 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 there's no logic. If I'm selling it here, I'm saying, okay, I'm smarter than the market, and I'm not. So we're going to call it neutral. Bravo. Bravo Alpha, Bravo Alpha. Can buy at 185. What do they say? What do the, uh, what do the gray hairs say in the bingo parlor? Bingo. Okay. Again, this is not a great trade, but you can see once again that we held the levels that we had to hold to go. I think this goes up to 200. You want to take a little bit of a, a sale here. I think this is 185 to 200. It's pretty clear. Okay. Now, certainly, yes, it can break up to the upside, but I would think that right now, based on the way it's trading, it looks like we had the consolidation, the breakdown, the blow up all at one time. And you're getting a little bit of a natural bounce. I think 200 is a great place to sell it. And I think you can still look to buy it at 185. Now, the difference between this and AMBA at the bottom is this built a much longer form of support down here. And it, it will not be oversold when it gets down there. Okay? So I think that that gives you an opportunity. Conoco, Charlie Oscar Pop. Well, this has been one strong horse. I wish I would have bought more when I bought it at thirty-one dollars. Seventy-one. This is our. This was our upside target. Okay. So this, and if you look at, if you compare it to a patch, you compare it to the oil. Okay. Again, it's not a sale here, but if it starts to fail from here, then it would be a sale. That's what I'd be looking at the short-term chart again. This goes something we talk about, and waiting for this. See, this has done nothing but rally. Okay. The trend is fairly higher. What I'd be looking for is for the short-term tend to change, change, and then I'd be willing to short it. Okay, so that would be this is another one that if you understand it, that's the trade you'd make. Uh, I'll still call it 64 to 71, but it, if it goes up tomorrow, it's not just because it goes past 71. It's not, it doesn't make it a sell. That's what you have to understand. It doesn't make it a sell because it goes past 71. It's got a hold here at 71. And it should turn over. Is what I'd be looking for. Facebook, Foxtrot Bravo, our earnings earnings start soon too. So I got what two weeks. So we thought 200 would work. It did not. Now it would have been kind of quirky. You should not have sold it at 200. But if you did it again, it's never a problem if you if you have an exit. But it basically didn't get to 200, and then it broke through it fast and went right broke right up. So now we're at new highs again. I I would say. If I'm going to look at this and trade this, which I am not, but I'd have to be a buyer at 200. There is no spot to sell. It's at all-time new highs. Now, the only thing that if you were going to say, hey, I, I'm going to sell it, it is overbought here. But there's, again, there's no, if the markets are going to have no volatility, there is no reason to step out on anything. Okay. This is one of the things we have to always go through when we get these kind of markets. There is no purpose to step out of the box when the markets are like this. Because you get no edge from volatility, because there is none. Okay? Volatility creates opportunity. Volatility is also the great forgiver. 
This is the Bubba Show, Todd Bubba Horowitz. We'll be right back with more stocks after the break. The Bubba Show, Todd Bubba Horowitz. song was written by Fred Amp and John Kander. Welcome back to the Bubba Show as we look at some of our stocks from our list. Here we go. Gilead, Gulf, India, Lima, Delta. On a breakout. On a runaway. Spain, dude. Are you here, Spain, dude? Are you sleeping? Must be sleeping. There you go. On a runaway. Okay. Now, we had this pegged perfectly from 66 to, to or 68, whatever we had. Uh, what, 68 to 72. Now, this, is the, this happens to be the perfect scenario for what we talk about very often here. Okay. And that is simply this. Okay. We said to buy it at 68, which it did, would have filled. You would have been in. Okay. And we always say, don't necessarily sell right at the resistance. See if it will break out. Well, look what happened. It broke out. It's still going. Okay. Obviously very overbought in here. But no longer can we be a seller. Now, as we look at as the world turns here, we would have to look to be a potential buyer at 72 to 73. Right? No sell point right now. Let's let it trade and look for a spot to buy, look for it to participate. But we had everything worked as it should be here. And, of course, if you had played it, traded it correctly, the breakout, you would have stayed through the breakout. Google. Golf, golf Oscar, Oscar, Golf, Lima. 1120 to 1180. Hell, bang. Bingo parlor. Okay. There's the 1120, and we're going up to the 1180. I think the levels stay the same. I think you can trade either side. This looks like wide congestion. Earnings are when? Two weeks. Okay. Grow, I'm taking off. I own it. I'm keeping it, but I'm not going to cover it anymore. Okay. So it's just, it's it's too annoying for me to look at it. It did not have any reaction when the, when the cryptocurrencies did rally. If it gets crazy again, I'll bring it back. But for now, I don't need to have chops cover it, and I hope nobody's buying it anymore. I mean, again, I own it. I'm not buying it anymore, but I'm not selling it either. But I'm 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 erasing it. Bang. Goodbye. IWM India Whiskey Michael. So we thought that um, I mean, that's the right symbol up. I, I knew the prices didn't look right. <laughs> so here. Here's another perfect example we talk about. Okay, we thought 162 as a potential buy. Okay, now obviously we weren't buyers here because this is the day we talked. Okay, however, it didn't stop at 168. It went right through it, so there was no reason to short at 168. Now the next level to look at, but I'm going to call this neutral, but would be 170. But again, why should we step in front of a market that is dull and doesn't look like it wants to go down right now? There is no logic behind that kind of trading. So we'll let it trade and we'll find a level. When it, when we do get an opportunity, we'll find a level and we'll, we'll get re-engaged. I just switched it back, you see? I knew, when I looked at it, I saw the prices were wrong. Now it's JP Morgan, Julian, Papa, Michael. Now they have earnings on Friday, so there's really nothing to do. Uh, you know, I will, when I text out on Thursday, if there's a trade that I like into this, I will send it out. I'm not planning to have a trade here. I would have been a buyer down at 104 if it was earnings. Uh, if we're up at 110, I probably would be a seller here. But for here, I'm not going to do anything. It's, earnings are coming out. There's no reason for me to get in the middle of it. 
Matt Demeter said uh, one seventeen twenty five, I think, on the uh, on the Russell, which is which equates to about one seventy five on the uh, on on uh, what you call it. another couple of percent. Yeah, I know. I talk to him all the time. Curex, I'm taking this off too. I don't know something. You know, I guess there was a big news item that I didn't see. Not that it matters. Cause I don't really care. Uh, but it, it was there. They did. They're, they're getting bought out by somebody. I think. I think that's what I read. Okay. But this is going goodbye bye. If you're in, obviously, I'll still tell you what the, what I think to do. But again, these are. I'm just putting these away. These were gamble trades to begin with. So we'll gamble. Lumber liquidators. Okay. We thought you could buy it right here. Look what happened. There. Okay. We thought to buy. Look what happened. Straight up. Okay, now we are at resistance. I certainly would be a buyer here, but I don't know that I want to be a seller either. To me, I look at this from a couple of different standpoints. I don't know if there's enough room for me to make money. Okay, it should come back down to 24. The level is basically still 24 to 27 or so, 26. You, I know we're above 26, but somewhere in that neighborhood. We are in consolidation. It has gone up pretty quickly, but on low volume. So again, that goes back to the drifting market. Uh, but I don't know if there's enough on the downside right now. I mean, I, I like some of these these levels. I like buying the bottom end versus selling the top end. Okay. But this would be, you know, 24 to 27. But I, I would not be a seller here yet. Las Vegas Sands. Lima Victor Sierra. We were neutral. We thought that if you felt like it, if you were compelled to buy this off of the blow-off, it popped. As expected, it popped. We didn't make a trade. I said, look at it the next morning. Again, but those are opportunities that you look for. This would be qualifying or too far, too fast. There's a lot of reasons that you could have bought this down there, and it would have made sense. Right now, I can establish 70 to 75. I would trade either side. Mara, goodbye. Another dog. Get out of here. All right, Momo. Michael Oscar, Michael Oscar. We thought 42 you could buy. Okay, now we never got back down to 42 since we talked last. 44 has been the low, and we're now starting to break out. I think you can buy at 44. Okay. I don't think the Chinese dating service gets affected by the trade wars. So we'll see. <laughs> I mean, if you're, if you're trading it, I would look to be a seller around 52 if you're trading, okay? But I, I would hold it for longer term. But for, for it's right now, I'd say 44 to 52. Netflix, we remain neutral. Again, there's something going on here, and this, this stock never goes down. You get one day of downward momentum, and then it goes spiking to the moon, right? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm debating on whether to take it off the list altogether because there doesn't seem like they never really trade anything in it. And, and the, probably the right trade is to buy it. It's, unlike Tesla and some of the others, just this doesn't move. It, it only goes basically up. You get one down day and then it just goes up for a week. Uh, I'll evaluate that, but I'll call it neutral for now because I'm not. I mean, the only thing I would possibly do here is sell it. And that would just defeat everything I'm just talking about. So why would I, why would I do that here? Nugget, November Uniform Golf Tango. We said buy it here. 
Okay. There you go. There's a nice 10% move. Okay. Actually, this morning it was up almost 15%. Okay. So, again, went from overbought, from oversold to overbought. Looks like it's churning. I would say this is 27, 23 and a half, 24. I'd prefer to be at the 24 and be a buyer, but I would look at potentially buying some puts if it gets back up to 27 again. That figure is only good for a learning tool. Yeah, unless you're hedging it, then you can trade it. That is the one nice thing about hedging. NVIDIA. Buy it at 235. Okay, again, here you go. Bang. Okay, and again, this was not, listen, I hate NVIDIA. I'm still mad that I bought it at 15 and sold it at 18. <laughs> it's now 250. But the point is, is that the pattern suggested what we should be doing. And again, I'm not making these up now. I said these last Monday night. And of course, that's all we really care about is what is what is the footprint of the market telling us? That's really what it comes down to. But what's come down to now is the end of the day. And uh, that'll do it for today. The Bubba Show on Thursday, July the 12th. Remember to download the show each and every day at libertytalk.fm. And uh, everybody have a great day. Thanks so much for being a part of the show. And we will see you back here tomorrow on Friday on The Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horowitz. Have a great day, everybody. Thank you so much. And we'll see you back here tomorrow. The Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horowitz. Revolutionary talk for revolutionary times. Liberty Talk FM.